Hello, my name is Sarah Sloan, and you're listening to The Sarah Sloan Show. Hope you guys are doing well today. Are you doing well today? Like, uh, you know, what's what's going on? Talk to me. You need to talk to me. All right. The weather's been crazy. It's been cold. Not used to that. Don't like it. I used to always say I wanted to live in the north. I don't want to live in the north anymore. I want to stay where it's hot. So south is good for me. Plus, I'd have to wear things like flannels more often. Don't want to do that. Not interested. Because if you wear flannels, it's just like you look like you've just ridden on horses all day. And I know you're thinking, why are you wearing one, Sarah? Why are you wearing a flannel? It's, I don't know. I don't know why I do half the things I do. Life is crazy. All right, so last episode was my first video podcast. So now this is my second. Let's see how it goes. I, I was pretty happy with the, the last one. Obviously, it wasn't perfection, but, you know, I'm learning as I go. I'm just trying to get better. Um, so if you want to see this podcast in video form, um, YouTube, Sarah Sloan Show, Rumble, Sarah Sloan, uh, Spotify, you can also see it on video. Sarah Sloan Show. How fast can I say that? Sarah Sloan Show. You know. If you want to do just audio, obviously you could always just not look at the video as it's going. Or like Apple, you won't get any video there. Google, you won't get any video there. I think it's on a few other podcast platforms. But I don't know if people really use those. And if you do, please don't be angry at me. I'm sorry. Some people really like the audio only format. And I understand that. And then I even had someone ask me, um, what makes a video podcast, you know, like, you know, different. And in my mind, you know, cause everybody's got videos on YouTube, but not all those videos can translate very well into just audio form. Like if you think about like, uh, I watch a lot of tech reviews, you know, like videos talking about the newest iPad or the newest headphones, things like that. If you put that review into just a podcast audio podcast it wouldn't really translate i'd want to just like only see it in my mind a good video podcast is one that can work well for video and can work well for audio but that's just that's just kind of my opinion but yeah so i'm, I'm trying to put this out you know where it's where it's best oh something kind of funny too um on youtube and i wonder if it's been taken down i tried to do like a little report like but you know snitches do get stitches so I'm trying to be careful, but someone put Sarah Sloan official and it was kind of funny. It really was actually. Uh, and then they like split my first video podcast up in four parts and they have more subscribers than me. They've gotten more views than me. So I need to ask them for their advice. Like, what are you doing? How are you uh, becoming so successful? Because if you look at me, you know, I'm just all about the numbers. That's really all I care about in this. And I just see people, valuable, wonderful people that listen. I just see them as a number. Just a, just something to brag about. No, that's not me. I just don't want someone like taking, you know, my stuff and making that their, their own channel. That's really what bothers me. But now the numbers, the numbers are the numbers are the numbers. Each person that even is willing to give me the time to even listen to me, that means the world. I don't deserve it. Yeah, you're kind enough. So hopefully I, I I can at least bring some value. So without much ado, ew. 
See, I'm telling you, I get like more country as I like wear this kind of stuff. Where's my cowgirl hat? Okay, let's go. Let's go to the let's go to the first story. Okay, so the House votes to kick Representative Ilhan Omar off the Foreign Affairs Committee over her anti-Semitic remarks. And you know, one of her one of her remarks that was a uh, pretty pretty crazy was whenever she referred to 9-11 as some people did something. And I do have that, by the way. So let's play it. Okay, that's another video we're going to play. Ah, okay. Let's play this beauty. Care was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Some people did something. The inflection in the voice, I think, is... Like, obviously, what she said was bad, but the inflection, that's really what's... Hmm, more bad, badder. Hmm. This is the Sarah Sloan Show. <laughs> I probably broke the mic just doing that. Hey, I'm sorry, dude. Don't be mad at me. Hey, we're friends, okay? All right, I love... Mm, mm. Love you. I just kissed a microphone. Only on the Sarah Sloan show. I can't even say my own name. Let's listen to her say that again. Care was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. That shows a little bit of ignorance as far, as far as like foreign affairs go. Could we all agree on that? Just, just that comment alone. Probably the most, like the biggest event of, of this, of this century. You know, 21st. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was pretty bad. But don't worry, AOC is here to rescue her. Um, so she is referring to the New York Post. They basically did this headline, uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, 9-11 was some people did something. Here's your something, 2,977 people dead by terrorism. And this bothered AOC. This was about three years ago that all this happened, by the way. This really bothered AOC that the New York Post would even do something like this. Um, she, yeah, she had a lot of thoughts. So let's go ahead, let her speak on the front page to circulate all around New York City an image that is incredibly upsetting and triggering for New Yorkers that were actually there and were actually in the radius that woke up one morning or were in their schools and didn't know if they were going to see their parents at the end of the day to elicit such an image for such a transparently and politically motivated attack on Ilhan, this is, we are getting to a level where, the, where this is an incitement of violence against progressive women of color. And if they can't figure out how to get it back to policy, we need to call it out for what it is, because this is not normal, and this is not a normal level of political debate or rhetoric. As, as wild as it can get, sometimes this is something beyond what is normal. Uh, so it seems like AOC and Ilhan Omar are much more in the mentality of, hmm, how do you say it? Not wanting to be specific about what happened. They're just like, 
it was like a bad thing that happened. Okay. And if we're going to like, you know, get like mad about this, then you obviously just hate women of color. But no, that's not really what it is. It was a significant event that occurred and we can't just refer to it as some people did something. And also freedom of speech, New York Post, my baby, they have every right to write about what they want and publish what they want. I think the New York Post has every right to talk about something that happened in New York. And whenever someone who's elevated and famous doesn't do its service, you know, they have every right to bounce back at that person and say, oh, really? Uh, let's talk about what happened. A lot of people died. So let's just not brush over it. You know, we can't forget bad stuff that happens. We can't do it as much as, as much as we want to. I was remembering something today that was so cringy that I did. I'm not even going to say what it was, but it was very embarrassing. I can't forget that because I need those kind of memories to remind me to humble myself that I'm not perfect, that I got a lot of flaws and that I, I could do it again. And in fact, I do. I mess up all the time. So yeah, this country had something bad that happened and we need to remember it. That's why every year around, whenever 9-11 comes, what do people always say? Never forget, never forget. Why? Why should we never forget? Really, we should forget. According to AOC, according to Ilhan Omar, we should forget. So when 9-11 comes around, forget. Always forget. Let's just, let's just start saying that. No, I disagree with that. Big time. All right. So yeah. So they led an effort to, the Republicans led an effort to boot her out. And um, a lot of Republicans were actually a little hesitant on doing this because, you know, they're just thinking, well, you know, this could come back to bite us. It will. But you know what? That's politics. While you have the power, use it. You know, this isn't, it, yeah, the, the whole comment inciting violence that was three years ago what what violence has occurred is ilhan omar still alive is is she perfectly healthy and fine has does she have a single scratch on her no everything's okay heck i've gotten beaten beaten up way more than she has look at me look at me okay so yeah, there were some people that were like, really, like they had to be convinced to really go for this. So yeah, Max Miller kind of led the effort. He said, Omer's comments have brought dishonor to the House of Representatives. Um, she clearly cannot be an objective decision maker on the Foreign Affairs Committee, given her biases against Israel and Jewish people. Um, yeah, th this is more than just a difference of opinions. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, you know, a lot of the Democrats are very, very upset. Yeah, let's see. Omar said, when you push power, power pushes back. My voice will get louder and stronger and my leadership will be celebrated around the world. If it gets too loud, I will have to cover my ears at one point because I got to protect these babies. I got to protect them. You know, I don't want to have hearing aids later on. Even I've been to some concerts before and I sick in some earplugs just to be careful. 
you know, because I, I don't want to lose these babies. I don't want to, I don't want to have ears like Stephen Colbert. <laughs> okay, but AOC, once again, fights for Ilhan. Like, Ilhan better start paying AOC because she really does go out on a limb for her a lot. So this was um, AOC's reaction to, her, you know, her being booted from the committee, from Ilhan Omar being booted from the committee. She is not happy. Also, as a fellow New Yorker, I think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11 has been the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America. And this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Okay, do we think that it was Marjorie Taylor Greene? That's, that was my guess. I feel like that's right. And then, of course, is white a color? I, I've always heard different arguments. Is white considered a color, or is it the absence of color? Hmm. And that's why they could say women of color. Women of color, anything but white. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically the only reason... It, like it, it's not about Ilhan Omar's views about things she said that has nothing to do with it. It is simply the fact that she's a woman of color. That is the only reason she was booted out of the Foreign Affairs Committee. That doesn't make sense at all. So, but if you say that, that's advantageous. Why am I doing this? This is a Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Because apparently he would do this because doing this is like really like aggressive and strong. Um, I would have done like this. I'm kidding. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> so yeah, basically this was just like, it's like a point, but it's just like, oh, he's so kind. He's so kind. Monica Lewinsky, she loved when he did this uh, as well. Anyway, anyway, sorry. AOC is is bringing it back to race because that's always a winning issue. If you can just claim that the Republicans are being racist, battle's over, baby. The battle is over. But it's really not about racism. And racism is a it's it's a word that's basically losing its power. And we're probably going to talk about this more throughout the show, but it's just it, it is losing its power. And what is racism? Racism is seeing another race um, as inferior to your own. That's not why they did this. And in fact, a lot of the comments that Ilhan Omar has made have actually been racist. She really does actually look at Jews with contempt and she does see them as inferior to her own race. And should she be arrested for that? Should she be killed for that no it's something that she should work on but at the end of the day people are going to have their views 
And we have to accept that. We can't just throw people away because they think differently than we do or because they think something that is objectively evil. Because otherwise we're going to lose a lot of people in society and that's not good. But Ilhan needs to thank AOC. Big time. Bigly, as Trump would say, bigly. Oh man, I miss him. Okay, so this was actually pretty interesting. Um, yeah, let's see. The the first generation iPhone from 2007. Can you believe that that's whenever the iPhone was brought into being? And also it was only AT&T that could sell them. So it wasn't Verizon, wasn't T-Mobile. What, what are some other ones? Sprint. I'm forgetting. I know there's a bunch of other ones. I'm just forgetting right now. Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is another one. I'll tell you that much right now. Patriot Mobile. And then my pillow is probably going to do my cell phone service. Okay, so yeah, but basically, for an unopened first generation iPhone, it was for auction, it went up for $50,000. Can you believe that? It was originally priced at $599, which now I'm like begging for that price of a phone now because phones are so expensive. And I am team Apple, unfortunately. No, not unfortunately. I like Apple, okay? If you're going to come for me, then put up your dukes because we're going to fight. Sorry, we're going to fight. Okay, so <laughs> can you believe that someone would be willing to spend $50,000 on an unopened first-generation iPhone t- from 2007? I have an iPod Touch from years ago. Like, it's not that old, and I, like, wouldn't even use that. I should. I should just look at it again, but it's the cost of 50 brand new iPhone 14 Pros. I'd rather have the iPhone 14 Pro than than that. But I guess it's just like a piece of history. Someone can do stuff with it. There's even these cool things where it's like um, they will kind of strip apart old technology, like say an old iPhone, and they'll take out each part and then um, they have this like fancy thing this portrait that they put it in and then it labels like each part and what the part did and stuff. And it looks really like aesthetic and pleasing. And a lot of people are putting it like on their office walls and stuff like that. So that's kind of interesting actually. Um, but yeah, it, it's expensive to do it. And then I'm pretty sure you obviously, you obviously have to send in the device. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of money, but that's a good business idea. Another good business idea that I heard of once before was um, this this guy, he's kind of like an interior designer, and he started getting all these old books that you know no one wanted to read. And what he did was he started collecting all the books, and he would collect them by color. And then he would sell like a box set of these books because a lot of people now, they like to use books more as decoration. Like even like Zoom backgrounds and things like that. Even like, you know, technically I could probably use a bookshelf or something, you know, behind this to make this a little bit prettier. I don't do it just because I'm not that desperate. I'm desperate, but I'm not that desperate. And yeah, so, but what a great business idea. And, you know, he's charging a lot of money for these books and books that like cost him nothing just to get like a a group of blue books, a group of red or green and it's just, it's very nice to look at. So that was another really good business idea. <laughs> okay, so this was another very interesting video. Um, the Tyree Nichols, 
incident that occurred, uh, a tragedy. Basically, this this young man who did nothing wrong, he was stopped by five police and he was murdered. And it's so sad. The whole incident is so sad. So um, there was on Meet the Press, Jim Jordan, he's a Republican representative, and he was basically speaking about this and just saying, I don't think there's any law that really could have prevented this from occurring, but it's just such great evil. And then Stephen Colbert is giving his opinion on it, and he was pretty nasty. But wait, that's always him. You know, if you think about it, Stephen Colbert, we always know that he's had his thing with his ears. His right ear has issues. And that stops him from hearing the right political point of views. So this ear can't take it in. So his other ear is perfect. It's fine. And that's the left ear. And that's taking in all the left political point of views. I think that's kind of what happened to him. Weekend in America. On Friday, the Memphis Police Department released disturbing video of five Memphis police officers brutally beating 29-year-old Tyree Nichols after traffic stop. Nichols died three days later from his injuries. And all over the country, people are rightfully horrified. It's led to dozens of protests from Memphis to New York City to Portland, Oregon. And one of the things upsetting about this story is how familiar it feels. We keep seeing this kind of police violence. Why does nothing get done? And that question brings us to tonight's word. See no evil. Folks. Okay, by the way, you're going to hear throughout all this, why has nothing, you know, changed this? Why has nothing stopped this from happening? And you're going to see no specific plans of actions, no pieces of advice, because that's what they do. They just say, this is an issue, and then you're going to notice they give no way to resolve this issue, which is the whole point. It's, it's an unresolvable issue. If you create an issue that has no resolution, you're the winner. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan went on TV this weekend, and Jordan explained why he doesn't think anything would help. I don't know that there's any law that can stop that evil that we saw. I don't know that there's anything you can do to stop the kind of evil we saw in that video. Well, just ask the folks at Ohio State. If you want nothing done about evil, Jim Jordan's your man. But of course, everyone wants... Was that in reference? I think that was in reference to maybe whenever he was like a wrestling coach. And they there's like rumors that he was like sexually abusing, you know, the boys on the team. I think. I think that's what that's in reference to. But yeah. But answer the question. Can, was there, is there any law that could stop what occurred? Obviously, it was a terrible, evil thing. And sure, there's maybe no laws that could stop what occurred, but there's laws that are now stopping those specific officers from being able to continue in their career. That's something. That is something. Obviously, it's great if there was a prevention measure, but what would that be? Like, let's actually... Wow, my voice really... What would that be? Um, what, what could that be, honestly? You are never allowed to stop anybody that is darker than white. Like, like what, what are we supposed to do here? You know? 
wants someone to do something about evil. There's a reason Batman doesn't look over Gotham and say, real mess down there. I don't like the look of that clown. Anywho, what are you going to do? I guess I'll go to the Batcave and play Mario Kart with Robin. (laughs) The thing is, in that interview there on the TV, Jordan is dangerously close to understanding something. On that police video, we're looking at evil, and you have to stop it at its root. What is the root of evil? In this case, in this case, it's systemic racism. Systemic, because unlike so many of the examples we've seen before, the five officers charged in this case are black and part of a special squad called Street Crimes Operation to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods, or Scorpion. Yes, the famously benevolent creature the scorpion. Now, not a lot of positive vibes around that word. At best, scorpion sounds like the bootleg version of Cobra from the dollar store G.I. Joe. Soldier Dave. The scorpion unit has now been disbanded and the officers involved have been fired, but is it enough to get rid of a few bad apples? It seems like there might be a problem with the tree. And I think I think that's what Jim Jordan came so close to saying, that it's not just these five officers. There's always going to be evil of some kind, and what you're going to do. But Jordan, (laughs) Jordan can't go down that road to identify what kind of evil this is, because then he'd be in danger of being, um, what's the word? (laughs) Woke. And if you're a Republican politician... You're afraid of being woke. You're afraid that once you're woke, you have to give up on having sex on your gas stove while fantasizing about the sexy green (laughs) M&M. You see, it's... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He knows it's a slippery slope. But Jim Jordan's... He's not just the representative of Ohio's fourth. He's a representative of something bigger. He represents a point of view that's held by a lot of people that don't want to know that systemic racism exists. And that's why. So, yeah, basically, a black man was killed by five black cops. The reason this occurred is because of systematic racism, where they, without knowledge, somehow seeped in this knowledge that white people are better than black people and that black people always are the ones that commit crimes and therefore boom get them somehow this is being race is being brought into it and normally that's only the case whenever it's a white cop killing a black person and there's plenty of black cops that kill white people um but that's never talked about why does this keep occurring that was something that stephen colbert mentioned at the beginning of this video and A lot of incidents occur, but the media only talks about some, not about all, only about some. And that, and that's interesting. Um, what the media gets attention to, we begin to believe is reality. And so a lot of people, if you ask them, how many, um, how many incidents a year do you think occur with white cops killing black people? Almost everybody is going to conflate the numbers, but they're always wrong. In fact, the numbers usually show that more white people are killed by cops than black people. And then this also makes sense because if you look at our population in the U.S., African Americans 
or there's not as many in the country. So of course, of course, more white people are going to be killed. So a lot of this is, is numbers that aren't looked at seriously. And then of course, Stephen Colbert is just making it a big fat joke and he's not actually wanting to give any answers. The reality is racism had nothing to do with this crime. Because we don't say that whenever a black cop kills a white person. What's that? Is that racism? Cops have so much going on in their minds that we don't even understand. Because we have we been cops? No. So we don't know what's going on. But if you think all of it is about racial profiling, no. No, you, you grow up. I'm telling you. Stephen Colbert, he thinks he's a funny guy. I don't think so. And you know who's actually funny? Greg Gutfeld, who beats him in the numbers game on these late late night shows. And Greg is actually, you know, he's actually funny. He's actually interesting to listen to. So that's why sometimes I really question if these Republicans should even go on these shows. All they're doing is giving the ammunition to these dummies to insult them. What, what would it have been if Jim Jordan just went on there and said, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're going to create a law where, you know, and he tried to create some stupid law idea. No. He said what it is. Racism is a sin. Even if, I don't think this was really racism, but even if it was, racism is a sin. And it should be treated as every sin should. You pray for the people that are committing it, and you pray that they stop. And you pray that God will come and help them and bring truth to their life because it's not healthy to continue on this way. If you're really going to live your life as a racist, good luck. It's not a good thing. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for the, the person who's your victim. God loves us all the same. And it's just a terrible, terrible event that occurred, a terrible tragedy. And now all that's being talked about is race. What a shame. Because that man was a good man. And this shouldn't have happened. Instead of actually trying to find solutions, now all people are talking about is race. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, so now for the Bible. What chapter is this? Matthew Matthew 21. Yeah, Matthew 21. Okay, so uh, this is a parable of the two sons. And then, yeah, I'll just kind of read it. Uh, but what do you think? A man had two sons and he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. But he did not go, which the two did the will of his father. They said to him, the first. Jesus said to them, assuredly, I say to you that tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe him. Yeah, this is such a good passage because if you think about, you know, and, and a lot of it's pretty apparent if you're really, you know, giving analysis to this parable. But yeah, there's a lot of people who throughout their lives, they... They're just like, no, I reject you, God. I reject you. I want nothing to do with you. And then in the end, they end up giving their life to Christ, even though they always said like, no, I don't want anything with you. But then there's a lot of people that are like, no, 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 I, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian, okay? And then they live their life and they're not doing anything. They're not living as a Christian at all. 
oh, but they put their Bible verses up. They, they've got their, their cross sticker on, their, on the back of their car. But they're not doing anything. And their lives just don't look any different from the secular world. And who did the will of the Father? The one who actually took action. Straight from Jesus' lips. So, it's a very powerful parable. And I think a lot of times, I could be the person that's just like, no, yeah, Christian, Christian. And then it's just like, what am I doing? And it's not, it's not about, it's not all about our deeds, but our deeds show so much. It shows so much. And so, being a person that's willing to step out in faith, that's willing to obey, just the simplicity of obedience. We, we complicate this thing. It's a relationship with God. It's not complicated. And we obey him. If I ask you to do something and you don't do it, I'm going to be annoyed. But if you do it, I'm going to be happy. So if God tells us to do something, we should do it. Oh, but how do I know? How do I know what to do? Well, have you actually asked? A lot of times, listening to God is not as complicated as we make it out to be. It's actually a lot easier than, than we make it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Okay, I do want to end with this. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Anyone seen it? Oh, you saw it? Okay, cool. <laughs> Be quiet. This is my show. Okay? Hey, don't throw that at me. Whoa. You almost hit me there. <laughs> that was a blow dart. Watch out. <laughs> okay, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody was a really funny show. And... uh if you, if you know about it, the premise of the show is a singer for the hotel has two twin sons and they get to live in the hotel because she works there and they're crazy. And then surrounding people in the show, there's Mosby and he um, is kind of the manager of the hotel and he doesn't like the kids. Uh, London, she's the rich girl that her dad owns a hotel, the Tipton, you know, kind of like they're playing off of the Hilton, you know. Paris Hilton, so she's like London Tipton. And then there's the candy shop girl, uh, Maddie, who's poor, but then they're usually friends. So then this scene is basically where the rich girl's learning how to drive and the manager of the hotel is teaching her. And she's very ditzy as a lot of, uh, you know, shows like to portray rich people as just very dumb, which isn't always true. But yeah, it's one of my favorite scenes. First things first. Have you adjusted your mirrors? All three of them. And I can see myself perfectly. No, no, no. They're not for vanity. Your rear view mirrors are for seeing the view to your rear. Not for behind. Behind you. I won't be able to see myself having fun. But driving a motor vehicle is not fun. It's serious business. Have you buckled your seatbelt? I was going to. But this outfit just wrinkles so easily. So I thought... Just do it. But my outfit... It's the law! Okay. Now, are you familiar with the gear shift? You mean the Prindle? The what? The Prindle. 
Are you referring to the shift lever that says P-R-N-D-L? And that a child must be. I know how to spell Prindle. It is not something you spell. It is a gear shift. The letters stand for Park Reverse Neutral Drive and Low. You're making me nervous with all this technical talk. Oh, I'm sorry. Why don't we just relax or turn on the radio? Would you like am or fin? You're making me nervous wreck. I'm trying to keep us from having a wreck. We're not even moving. <laughs> it is one of the best scenes of the show. Yes, for sure, Zach and Cody and the mom were funny, but I'm telling you, it was Mosby, Maddie, and London that made the show. They were so funny. And this was just like, this was the good era of Disney. Like, when they when they weren't just trying to put in bad stuff, and it was just clean humor. I miss that. Bring that back, Disney. Over this way. Bring it back. Now it's like dog with a blog or whatever. I, I don't even know. I don't even pay attention to to Disney anymore. I could sound like Mickey Mouse there. I said it. Oh, ho. hi. I'm Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sweet life is like recording. This is Disney Channel. Oh, whenever people would do that on Disney Channel, whenever they would draw out the the shape and then someone did like a realistic outline of, of what they were actually drawing out, that video is so funny. Ah, even Stevens is another good show from Disney. Oh man, well, let's let's mention this. Hmm. Whenever I cross my arms, I get mad. It's showing I'm angry. I watched the new um, Black Panther. It was terrible. It was one of the worst movies I've seen in a while. It reminded me of how bad Aquaman was. Uh, I just noticed for whatever reason, whenever movies start to do underwater stuff. They just like don't know what they're doing. It's like they lose all concept of how to make a good movie. And it's not like I, I, I know exactly how to do it. Trust me, I don't. But I know a good movie from a bad movie. It just dragged out. It wasn't, it wasn't interesting. It was, it was pretty woke too, I'll just say that. There was one point where a white guy, he was um, you know, being taken to jail and then the black lady saving him and she was like, oh, a colonizer in chains. I think I have seen everything. <laughs> uh, so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, it was a terrible movie. Um, I hope it didn't do well because it was awful. I didn't pay for for tickets at the theater, so at least at least I have that to say. But man, I'm not proud of myself for having spent like how long was it? It felt like forever. I felt like I spent half my life watching that movie, and I I can't get that time back. I asked, like, can I please get that time back? And they were just like, no, no, you can't. Yeah, what do they do? <gasps> I don't even think that's what they do. Or maybe they go. Like, yeah, they cross their arms and they do it really quick. That is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I showed a lot of like underwater people that were blue and stuff. And I was just like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend was like that. And he was just like, he was so crazy. He could hold his breath forever. It was just insane. That was a joke, by the way. All of that was a joke. Everything, everything, everything that I've talked about this whole time. Everything's been a joke. But, guys, I thank you so much for listening to me. Like I've said before, you don't have to do it. 
and you still do it anyway. And I just want you to know, as you face whatever, the week, the weekend, whatever, whatever time frame you're watching this, especially you people in Rumble, who I love so much, you people in Rumble are wonderful. I just want you to know that if someone comes at you, you come at them three times harder, and then you buy them a gift card to either Chick-fil-A or Starbucks, depending on what kind of a person you think they are. And if they don't like that, then you grab that gift card, you break it in half, you get a latte, you dip the gift card in the latte, and then you throw the gift card away, you get the latte, and you also throw that away too. Try it out. You would be surprised what can happen if you just try out the things that I recommend. So remember, you were special. You were smart. You was kind. No, I forget how that goes. What, do you, what movie is that even from? <laughs> but you're awesome. And you need to remember that. You need to speak positive to yourself. Like seriously, don't bully yourself. Don't say you're stupid. Don't say you're dumb. Don't say you're ugly. You're not, okay? You're a wonderful person. How do I even know you're wonderful? Because you're listening to this show. That's how I know. All right. Stay warm, my friends. Sarah out.